Dude, no GF and F hoodie? I hope I really didn't discourage you from wearing it. Did I? No. You sure? I don't need the approval of my Dude, colleagues. I peer pressured Vince and I'm not wearing his hoodie. I know, I don't wear my shit for the approval of my colleagues. I Dude. wear my shit because I want to wear my shit. What? You're actually fucking being mean right now. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. No. Yeah, uh, sold out episode eight. Eight. It's gotta be eight. Okay, cool, cool. Dude, cool. I actually don't fucking know. It's definitely eight. Um, I'm confident in that. So okay. yeah, welcome back. Happy uh happy to be here, man. Um diving right into it. We've we've had uh you know late February now, been a pretty crazy month. Lots of lots of topical lots things. Lots of snow. Lots of snow. Yeah. Um that actually delayed the release of and, and recording of, of this episode, which is fine. So um happy to be here today and there's that much more to talk about. Yeah. So cool. Let's um let's dive right into it, man. I wanna talk a little bit, I guess dive right into the subjects of like cryptocurrency uh nfts nba top shot because obviously we've seen a ton more spotlight come to specifically the nft top shot market um mm -hmm. compared to our last episode was when like our community more or less was was first getting it or not first getting into it but it was first getting like you know headlines in our community yeah you could say um so yeah i i guess starting out uh we'll just explain what are nfts for anyone that's maybe not settled on on the premise of of what these things are mm -hmm. um so basically nft simply just stands for non-fungible token what what that indicates it's a it's a non-replicatable but it's a verifiable um it proves it proves ownership that the token it's just like a it's code right it's a token that proves ownership and scarcity and allows it to be basically traded um off the off the premise of like it, it can be verified that they're legitimate and actually as scarce as they say yeah. this can be applied to like a, a painting online just a uh, still frame something online it can be uh like a, a video clip we see that with nba top shot they're their video clips specifically like crypto kitties they're actually like um that was like one of the first that got a lot of like publicity it was a, a well marketed back in like 2017 crypto current uh mm -hmm. crypto kitties were like cats that you virtual cats that you bred yeah i have one yeah exactly From so way back then i don't know what it's worth so but. yeah so that is that it's one thing to uh about nfts is that like there's a really broad application you know what i mean for like what a, like an nft could be Dude, classified the coolest, as the coolest applications are the ones where um so there's like games where you can literally buy like property like somebody bought a part of like a racetrack yeah in a like a f1 game okay and so they bought it and so anytime there's like a race that is run on that track they get a five percent dividend so it's like they paid i think like i don't know 80 90 000 yeah for this piece of like property on the track and anytime like there's a race that's so clearly you're probably paying ethereum or something to mm -hmm. run these races or something yeah and they get a 5% dividend every time a race is, is run on that track. So that's kind of the, in my opinion, the coolest application is that's like interesting. the video game, uh, like purchasing, well, like you could purchase items or whatever for a game. Yeah. And then you would own that, that NFT 
and you can make money in the games from from that. that. Yeah, like Kinda residuals cool. almost. Well, well, yeah, it's well, just dividends. I uh, okay. So I uh, my question, and I have a question. NFTs are like are are built on. Uh, the majority of them are built on Ethereum, from yeah. what I understand. Mm -hmm. Like, what exactly does that mean? Does that just mean that they're like trade, like they have to be purchased via Ethereum? Like, what exactly does that mean? They're built via Ethereum. Does that mean they can only be bought and sold with that particular crypto? Well, yeah, or and they're bought and sold on the a certain type of uh, Ethereum like token, like ERC. I think it's like seven, two, one or something. There's a couple of them that are popular, okay. like they're tokens. Anyways, you like can trade them on that, that network, but you also like store them in like MetaMask or um, some sort of uh, Ethereum wallet, I guess yeah. you call it. Um, so that's all that that means when it's like most of these were historically created on, there's two tokens, two Ethereum ERC, I don't know the two off, okay. off the top of my head, but yeah, that just means they were created by developers on those on the Ethereum network, and so yeah, you can't you can't like take them and put them on like Bitcoin or some other network. Makes sense. And they're also like you can't, they're all unique, so you can't like you don't have two of the same, so you don't just like I don't know, they're all unique, so it's not similar to Bitcoin where it's like you can move your Bitcoin and combine them together and stuff. Exactly. It's its own. They're literally token. unique. So like, yeah. uh, like, uh, you know, NBA top shot, you know, if that's because that's built off Ethereum as well. Um, is I it, know. I think it, well, regardless, if you take two know. different, oh, two different shot. types of NFTs, uh, like top shot and crypto kitties, right. they can't, right. you can't exchange them. Exactly. So yeah. that, that is an They're important separate. thing. Exactly. That's an important thing to That's distinguish. Say, yeah. Yep. Um, with NFTs, I mean, uh, conceptually speaking there's a really really strong argument for nfts like being the future of collect collectibles and collectability in general and i mean the arguments for it are strong like basically replacing the whole hey uh, check out this charizard or check out this painting or check out this thing that i have framed in my house or in my basement um that hey it's limited to 10 which i can prove to you by showing you this certificate yeah. of authenticity or whatever the argument is just that that whole the fix we're gonna get that fix like as a society uh via digital digital collectibles i mean everything's switching to digital we've seen a super heavy push to digital especially over the last like year or two in particular and i mean i I don't know. I think that there's really, really strong arguments, but but also like there's there are counter arguments such as well, people want to hold their you collectibles, can't touch it. Yeah. people want to touch it. So so and I would you know, but these younger generations, especially like the the kids that are growing up now, like even if Top Shot is not the one, right? Like the I mean, what we are seeing with Top yeah. Shot, no no matter what and i mean just for like the sake of uh you know integrity i was definitely not fully well versed in what in the premise of of what top shot even was the last time we spoke on it on the podcast but like even if top shot's not the one that completely like carries nfts and and that whole and the whole initiative and industry uh there's so much like big corporate backing like from the nba from like 
all these economists and and I mean it's there's a massive massive and obviously you've got like the Gary V's of the world in the space that are pumping it as well and I don't even know if pumping is the right word they're they're backing it via their platforms and whatnot they're backing this movement so I do think that we're gonna see like Pokemon's doing their first uh their rumor to be doing that. yes and like bro like I I, I don't know there's strong arguments to this being the future of collectibles, especially for like, you know, when the younger generations are the ones collecting, like they're, they just don't have the same attachment that some of us and our predecessors do to like a physical Nintendo, a physical card. Like the world is just, is just greatly different. So digital collectibles, I think are here to stay. That That's kind of my opinion from an investment standpoint. So this is where I still stick to my guns with a, a lot of our original Top Shot conversation a few weeks back is that from an investment standpoint, as far as like people buying individual moments in Top Shot to invest in them, I still think that's a highly uncharted territory. What we're seeing now is a growth in the market overall, where everyone's just putting money into Top Shot and you know, everyone's like tons of new people getting into it every day, every week. And as a result, a lot of the moments, like basically a, a large percentage of them have appreciated. So as far as like making investment calls into individual Top Shot moments, I still think that that's you know like a zero-sum game it's just uncharted territory i guess you could say and it's and it's highly risky but like buying the individual packs it like that's very viable now at this point i mean i think that it can be almost almost highly recommended to yeah buy the nine dollar packs and see what moments you pull um this is also important to note no one's cashed out yet still literally th this is why i don't like it, it yeah it's just looks on the outside like i don't know just not good is that you can't my buddy who has been in it f since august said he has only been able to cash out a thousand dollars total and he has like a fifteen thousand dollar lebron card so if you can't take the money out at least quickly yeah not very liquid mm -hmm. and also the lack of liquidity the, the people important that it, it makes people be like, oh, well, I can't really take my money out. I might as well buy some more stuff mm -hmm. within the With, NBA Top Within Shot. Top Shot. So it's like the money is pump. just, yeah, it's just staying there and then new money's coming in. So it's just like. Almost artificially. Because yes. if people could take the money out, there maybe they see would retraces. take it out. Maybe yeah. small retraces. So I don't know if that's like, that's, like that's what we see with crypto. You know, just like with just small retraces on a on the tr on the track of growth. Like, oh, what I mean, if it was allowed, yeah. Top Shot is not a completely natural market no, environment or setting right now because no all. one can pull and it's out. It's very hard to. You have to do like the KYC, I think, with them, meaning know your customer. Okay. Which, um, like, you literally have to send in IDs and everything, and mm -hmm. they have to check. You know, so it's just another barrier of like bringing the money out but i don't you know if you could if you could only bring out a thousand dollars if it's like every month even or whatever that's yeah. just like it just doesn't make the market free at all right so so again it manipulates i manipulates it yeah but i do not believe that that takes away from the legitimacy and the future which i i think are um you know the the nft market i, I mean I, I don't even think we have to say the nft market i think you have to say just digital items yeah digital collectibles you have eve yeah. online guys paying thousands of dollars eve online is like an 
older. Um, it takes place in space. Like you buy spaceships and all this crap. And there are thousands of dollars people spend on the spaceships mm -hmm. and they'll like go to battle and like destroy one another's ships and you'll lose like what the money you put in real money. So that was kind of like the first use case for digital guys buy like World of Warcraft items accounts and yep. now like Counter-Strike items. Yeah. Guys showing them off. Oh, there's skins being uh, sold for over $100,000. I see it every week on my timeline. You know, guys selling these very expensive skins, pros using the skins. Yep. So like the use case to me for digital is like, how can you almost show it off? Like, so video yep. games, like you can show that off to the In rest game, of the world. Especially like streamers yeah. and to the professional yeah. players. And the professional players will literally like, they won't own the $100,000 AK-47. Yeah. People will like loan them to them that are big skin traders. Okay. And be like, look, de like device or like these big guys are using my skins. Yeah. Show it off. Right. So to me, hmm. I love digital. I love like an NFT, like they're very similar to me. Yep. Um, Sure, they're like, you can't replicate them and all that. You can't really replicate digital, I mean, Counter-Strike skins and all that either. Yeah. It's very difficult. Like, you just can't do it. So that being said, um, I think that if you can find a way to, like, sh show off your digital or your NFT or whatever, right. I see a case for that. Um, and I think the way... There is a case for it. There say. is a case for it. I think the way that people are going to be showing them off, it's going to be like integral with social media. You know what I mean? Like yeah, we'll see. Yeah, tie it in. And yeah, show it off for, somehow. For sure, dude. Yeah. Like imagine that. Like if if like imagine, man. Think about this. Like Twitter, Instagram, like a big platform having like a, a way, like just like a a a way to to show off a verified, you know, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, tokenized digital collectible via their platform and it's like completely legitimate so it's not me typing a tweet hey look what i have with a link or a screenshot but it's literally integrated into their platform like you know in my mm -hmm. way or or in bank of however i'm storing a particular digital collectible yeah. there's a way to share via twitter right like a button or something yeah. that i can press yeah i mean i uh yeah, i mean it's interesting so so what you're saying is that you you think that like okay uh, these non fungible tokens are are here to stay in the sense like the digital collectibles are here to stay but not necessarily in the exact same use case and application as my a Charizard card in a safe or a Pikachu card in a safe but it'll be more in the sense of like uh, they'll be how how can they be used and displayed in the online how virtual space how can you show them off. Right. Because there's guys in Counter-Strike that don't play the game, but they can still show them off, the mm -hmm. items. You can look at their inventory. Yeah. They'll show pictures of them, and they'll never even play the game. That's interesting. And some of the traders don't play the game. They just make money from trading them. How does, like, what's the, uh, I've never, I'm, I'm not in, like, CSGO. I've never done, like, the this, this yeah. skins. Like, what's the marketplace environment? Is it, um, like, how do, you, crypto, how do you know, how do you not get ripped? Like, how do you... Uh, know that it's legit. Whatever you're buying is legitimate, not a scam. Like, how does that? Because the well, company behind it. Just well, I well, I don't know. I don't even know. So walk me through the process of like just buying. Uh, like, what's the process of just buying CS:GO skins? Well, you can buy it from Steam, which Steam Val like they own the marketplace. So like okay. you sell. Let's say you have like a five dollar AK. Mm -hmm. You want to sell it and get a different item. You sell it through the Steam community market. 
you just put it up like a listing. You select yeah. in your inventory the gun, how much you want to sell it for. Then somebody can see it on a big marketplace and they can purchase it. And then you get funds in your Steam wallet, like US dollars, that you can add, like you could add five dollars to your wallet if you wanted to yeah and you buy it that way but a lot of the high-end tr- like trades are aren't done through the steam community market it's yeah. just like some guy will message you on steam like there's chat and everything on steam mm-hmm. steam is like a platform to buy tons of games yeah and counter-strike is just one of those games okay so you could um message somebody and say hey i want to buy your you know expensive knife for five thousand dollars yep most of the time that's done through traditionally through crypto yeah that's why what i first started using crypto for and saw wow this has a huge use case but yeah so a lot of the transactions for higher end items are done off of the steam community market but cool um you can't like why it's nfts are like saying that their thing is like you can't create these you know you can't create two of the same or something yeah because um, the way they're tokenized and like there's no there's no chance that you could destroy them or whatever also because mm-hmm. it's on the ethereum it's like a smart contract yeah but the same can be said about well you get that, that digital it's items like on counter-strike sure they can't be destroyed but the demand yeah. could just not be there you know they could be destroyed via lack of yeah. demand so yeah the code that says hey this is one of ten you know that but if it's just like a trash nft like for example i and, and people should you know as we continue to tread these like uncharted waters which are new and fresh digital because bro we'll see more like we're gonna like top shot bro what are they selling like ten thousand 5,000 packs sometimes at, you know, just, you know, or more 50,000 packs, just massive amounts of packs at $9 a yeah, pack, even some yeah. at $1,000 a pack for virtual yeah. goods, bro. They're printing money for real. They're right. printing money. They're print. Yeah. They're, they are printing and, and the, the revenue they're generating is absolutely massive. So that's why we will see a Pokemon NFT, uh, or, you know, official Pokemon NFTs. We'll see official mm-hmm. soccer. We'll see official baseball. I mean, and, and they'll be backed by major corporations because the money, um, is there. So I guess my point is that, you know, just because they're legitimate doesn't mean that they're going to the moon, right? Something could be yeah. tokenized and, and legitimate and backed via a company, but like if there's no consumer demand behind it, but that's why, yeah, Pokemon, huge potential in uh, in digital Pokemon collectibles. I'm I'm here for it. I'm I'm excited to 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 watch the growth and progress, but I think people should tread lightly still from an like an investment standpoint. With uh, especially, yeah, I'd but, I'd rather buy the you could say the network that they're built on i'd rather just right. own ethereum um so let's let's talk about about just like crypto as as a whole we've seen uh i mean man i'll just let you like what we've seen a lot of interest of course from our industry you know entrepreneur our entrepreneurial space yeah. and you know sneaker twitter and i always just call it like entrepreneurial twitter is is you know a, a big uh place where we dwell with so we're very in tune with uh just watching people dive and and just get huge into into crypto we've even seen some like big corporate moves corporations announcing um like how much they've purchased recently or acquired so i'll give you the platform because honestly you're the crypto guy between the two of us so like yeah where, where would you say we currently stand in the state of things and um future growth stuff like that i mean 
like I said, I think on the last podcast, I pay people to help me with crypto. Yeah, for sure. And, and what I, have they taught you recently? They yeah, spend their ten hours a day with crypto. Exactly. Um, well, I've always believed in crypto since it was introduced to me. Um, I think it was 2017 because I used it, mm -hmm. and I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah. Like I've always hated PayPal. Oh, and dude. so it was like the opposite of PayPal. PayPal. Yeah. Like nobody controls my money. I just I have it in my wallet, my ledger, whatever. Yep. And then if I want to pay somebody, it costs me like pennies usually. Yeah. At least it used to. Right. To to tran transmit, you know, five thousand dollars to some somebody in Dubai mm -hmm. and they get it within thirty minutes. Yep. Um I thought this is the best tech ever. Um, so, uh, where I think it's going, um, there's a, uh, strong argument in my opinion for Bitcoin to 1 million. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, uh, if you look that up, the case for Bitcoin to a million, yeah. there's like, you know, a strong, uh, what would you say? Like historical graph that would show you like why this is possible. Yeah. I mean, like, look at, look at Bitcoin, it. uh, last January is like 3,000, 3,500, mm -hmm. and it's gone over 55,000. Yep. That's about an 18 time return. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? From 55,000 to a million, it's about 18, about 18 times. Right. So, um, yeah, it's, it's based on stock to flow, meaning like how much is available. Well, there's only ever going to be 21 million Bitcoin, technically a lot, a bit less because a lot of it, it's some lost. of it has been lost. Lost, yeah. Like the original Isn't it like one. about a third of it is lost? I don't know something? about a third, but. That's what I read. A once. million of it was, is gone, has it, never moved the first million. Crazy. The creator, whoever that may be. Yeah. Never touched it. Wow. So, and you see that because it's an open ledger. A million like, coins. A million of the 21 million. Yeah, the never first been, million. Never moved. Never moved. And I think, oh. I think the guy's dead. And I, there's a documentary and I think. I believe it's one of the guys that they outlined, but I don't that's know. That's crazy. That that's being said, crazy. there's less than that's 21 crazy. million. So stock, we know flow means the reward at which um, they're being introduced or how many are being introduced per year. Okay. Um, every four years, there's a halving, meaning like you're rewarded half as much now for mining, yeah. meaning helping to move uh, transactions across the Bitcoin network. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I would just say, um, if you really want to see, obviously like saying Bitcoin is going to a million, like you just can't say that. Right. But I believe that there's will be, I believe that it'll, will be $1 million. That's crazy. And there's a strong argument behind it. And I definitely, I mean, man, you, you really, uh, got me believing the same thing like that whole you know bitcoin to 500,000 bitcoin to a million um if if uh allowed to progress on its on its natural yeah, trajectory yeah, so right. this is like the biggest asterisk next to all of this is that mm -hmm. like with with cryptocurrencies like if, if they were to become like the default standard of trading as far as people and civilizations and countries and then it would it would be a drastic shift in power for some of like the governments of the world and banks of the world like they would in theory be they would lose like their sphere their ability to print money because that's Bit bitcoin's not a great um it's not a great form of like currency like, like for a nation to trade on or something like that. No, no, for for me and you, for me to go and buy a cup of coffee. Right, it takes too long for the transaction to okay. occur. It's a great uh, store of value, like asset. 
Like, like makes sense. It's not good for like now. There are trading and there are cryptocurrencies. Um, one of them that I that I've loved for a long time, Nano. It used to be called Rayblox. Um, I've, yeah, it's I've heard of super Nano. fast, like so fast. And uh, you know, and it, obviously a it doesn't rely on a lot lower than a Bitcoin too. So well, tr- well, that's supply, I mean trading, yeah. like buying a cup of coffee. It just that's kind of irrelevant, like because you can do micro, like small. It doesn't matter. Yeah, true. Um, that's just yeah. So, but yeah, and it actually doesn't rely on mining, which one of the things that I would be hmm. scared of from a government standpoint is like basically saying you're no longer allowed to use electricity for mining Bitcoin oh, or cryptocurrencies because yeah. that's how you would shut off it moving right from right. person to person because you have to have people willing to uh you know run their i think they're like called asics or something okay for bitcoin or gpus primarily for um ethereum and altcoins but that would be like what the government could try to do is like hey just say hey you can't use because of this, you can no longer use electricity right. for this. But then what if you're like, well, I'm using my my solar panel or whatever, you know, it's a yeah. re- reusable. Well, like India made, um, didn't India make Bitcoin illegal? Yeah, but but stuff, there, I was just going to say, that's the headline. They've done that right? with that's, like chi- in China. Like there was, there's just been all kinds of like countries and stuff saying, hey, you can no longer blah, blah, blah. And right. South Korea did something. But what does it actually point. mean? How do they prevent people from storing it, trading it, yeah. acquiring it? Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't know, but that is that is the the counter argument to Bitcoin to a million or Bitcoin to five hundred thousand. Yeah, there's yeah. plenty more arguments, right. but this is a, a strong one. Or like I would say, like one of the more viable is that if you know governments of the world, like massively influential influential governments and powers and banks, start saying nope, no, not only are we not going to accept it, but like in in some way, shape, or form, it's going to be illegal to deal yeah. with in this industry. Um, and then they prop up their own like. All, like their own coins, like government backed or c- nationally backed cryptocurrencies that uh, that way they can continue to have the ability to, you know, maintain their systems of control and print money and, and whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. the argument for um, of, of Bitcoin being stopped on on its run to 500,000 or a million. One of the stronger arguments to correct myself. But yeah, it uh, it's crazy, man. It's it's uh it's super insane like the growth is 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 nuts when did you say it was 3500 per bitcoin like last january dude that's why because i remember distinctly around five thousand in in march that probably makes sense last march about five thousand in march and yeah just absolutely wild man absolutely crazy a lot of people and everyone's talking about it too well so i saw something so so interesting it was like the uh it was saying like for anything, I mean, just, let's just say a, a product or an asset or whatever to have uh, logarithmic growth one time, like just once in its like history of being available on the market yeah. is like pretty historical. This is the third time that Bitcoin has made a move like this. Right. Um, so it's like just unprecedented. Yeah. Um, but there are certain like what you would call price levels and and things psychologically where like people are looking to buy still much lower than where it's at you know above fifty thousand yeah just based on um 
actually it's not that history repeats itself it's that it rhymes yep. that's a mark twain saying right and so there's there's some just strong levels where people that have been in it and and do like the charting techniques yeah. are looking to buy it at and, and it makes sense historically why they're doing that but it's at a high price now and i think even if you were to buy now i think you're good but right you know and yeah you might see some small retraces uh in the in the immediate future but long term you believe the growth is there people trying yeah the people I, that are, i i i've said this you put 10% of your money in mhm off camera i'll tell you i'm doing more man now i <laughs> well, am now on i really too, I, so. I just i yeah. don't know why i believe in it so I respect much. it well you believe in it and and yeah you're not you're not just preaching it you're practicing it yourself but that's the same to say about nfts and top shot and all this stuff yeah i think if you believe in something and you think like it's gonna it's it's great and whatever like mm -hmm. maybe there's guys that think these moments are gonna i saw a thing like maybe these moments are gonna start to have like um audio like unique mm. audio like yeah. players talking or oh, saying yeah. something or so maybe you believe like the future is in for for cards is this top shot sort of market and but i you well, know personally well, not really for me but i mean there's I'll, an argument like we just is. laid out that digital i just consider it a digital asset mm -hmm. if you want to call it an asset i'll tell there's you argument. i'll tell you one thing that it solves uh digital collectibles it it is the answer to like an ever growing question of like, how do we distribute physical stock? Like the, from these retailers, physical shoes, physical you cards. Know what else it solves? What's that? The grading. Grading? Crap. Yeah. It's like, oh, you no dude, longer that's true. Are, yeah. Like, guys like sending it, you hear, I mean, you've so said shady. It to me. It's PSA shady. shady. Yeah. Like, same thing with coins. It's like, I, I would send, no joke, I sent like 10 of those Silver Eagle coins mm -hmm. and I got, like nine or 10 of them, uh, 70s. Yeah. I sent like a different set of 10 and I got like seven or eight that were 69s. Really? It's like, where do they come up with? It probably depends on the person grading them. A it's, thousand it's, percent. human error. Yeah. A thousand percent. Bro, I've had, I want to see if I can, if I can find I the like picture. I like the most about the stuff, to be honest. If I can find the picture, I'll put it on, I'll, I'll make sure to put it on screen. But, um, man, I've owned some PSA 10 cards myself that are just horribly miscentered. I'm like, mm -hmm. what? I'm a, how is this a 10? It, it, uh, yeah, it's very, very abstract. You're right. That will solve that, that problem of inconsistency. That's what I like the most. Quality control, the digital stuff. Yeah, and I mean they can't be, you know, they can't be falsified or, or destroyed. Well, yeah, like you know they're not gonna have water damage or whatever. Like right. So I, I guess like you know from a collector's standpoint, man, there's there's massive frustration, which I get and I, I sympathize with. Um, there's there's massive amounts of of frustration in in like the sports card hobby in general. People just cannot get the stuff bro like people cannot get uh, optic football yeah. they cannot get prism football or whatever cards they want now part of that my response would be the retail price on the box doesn't actually mean that's like the the market value yeah. of an item so it's like if a blaster box on the mar if the market is just hot enough to the point where a blaster box is selling for 70 that really is the market value mm -hmm. and if people want to engage and rip those boxes and partake in the hobby with that particular product they're going to need to buy in at that price unless they get lucky at a walmart or target and that's just the world like that is just a free market yeah. um and and supply and demand working obviously 
there's there's supply chain limitations um some a lot of it's intentional like panini could print more optic more prism but but they're not so i think that people ought to remember that um however with pokemon uh i don't know if you've heard of this but Pokemon, like they just can't print enough, so they're actually building. Yeah, and I I put that in our group about how they're going to be building all the new printing yeah, facilities. Pumping, and, and yeah, they're going to be printing a lot more product in like a year, year and a half. Y- yeah, so and ba- like maybe older like stuff from the past few years again. Exactly. So um, this is this is uh, really interesting. Cool stuff here. So in ni- in 1999, like when Pokemon first released in in the in the U.S. specifically, the cards I should say, it was so hot and so popular that base set unlimited, not mm-hmm. first edition base. Obviously, that was uh, just like a it was one first edition, but base set unlimited. The demand was so high that they actually stopped printing uh, hockey cards, baseball cards, football cards, basketball cards, like every, every major sport card that year, they stopped printing at yeah. all these U S facilities and they, and they just switched to Pokemon only. That's how high the demand was back then. Yeah. Nowadays, there's way more printers, way more printing facilities, but that, that there's just not enough printers in exist in physical existence to keep up with the demand of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Isn't that in, like, think That's about crazy, that. Yeah. So they're having to actually ground up many, many new printing facilities in ho- like in hopes of catching up to the demand. Um, th- that uh, there's a YouTuber SM Pratt that made a really uh, eloquent contrast between the way that the Japanese Pokemon market is handled versus the American Pokemon market Mm -hmm. and how they just really seem to have their finger on the pulse of demand uh, out there as far as just like production. They produce the right amount of cards. Like the print runs are are accurate to, they're gauged off of the demand of the population and the demand of of the brand. So what you end up having is like a really healthy balance of people getting cards for retail and also the chase cards become you know uh increasing in price and and the market overall just is just healthy whereas in the u.s you have a lot of like what they uh similar to evolutions pokemon in 2016 where they printed it they they were they didn't even think it would be popular but then it ended up being and at first it was a joke Mm -hmm. and then it ended up becoming popular wildly popular and then they were like oh my god we need to print more and then they printed way too much right so in the u.s it just seems like they're it's just purely trying to capitalize off this market and print as much as they think will sell um so it's it's really really interesting though and that's why i i a, a company like like Pokemon, that corporation. I mean, I think that they're going to take this NFT thing and just run with it. Aren't they the highest grossing, uh, br- like brand, uh, media brand, like in the world? Pokemon, I have like no idea. brand as far as far as um, I don't I, know. Like Nintendo I, owns I, Pokemon. I, what's that? Nintendo owns Pokemon. Right? Nintendo, dude. So all I know is that Pokemon as a brand, yeah. like uh. Not not in that category. I don't know how what what category this technically falls in, but like a media cat uh, category, a, t- a type of product, not like Nike or like apparel, but like video game, media, television, that world, that mm-hmm. uh, digital space. Pokemon's like the biggest in the world as far as revenue. So who would be it, who would be like a competitor? 
Uh, a competitor would be like like DC, Marvel, or something. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Like uh, Avengers uh, okay. or an, yeah, and anything like that. Yeah. DC, Marvel okay. universe makes um, sense. So that market. Any of yes, any of those like worlds. Okay. Uh, yeah. Pokemon's literally the the biggest, highest, highest earning, highest grossing revenue. It's hmm. massive, massive, massive amounts of money. So that's why I think that they're going to be all over NFTs. It's because they have literal they cannot keep up with the with the uh demand they can't physically yeah. th to the point where they're needing to ground up you know their all these new printing facilities so i see them taking and running with digital the digital collectible space a okay. hundred thousand percent but yeah uh in-store releases uh like in-store card releases it, it's been uh man it makes me think of these there was a video a couple weeks back from the Carmine Jordan 6s. Like, there was a New York City sneaker lineup, and people are just dog dogpile on each other. Like, literally. Jimmy Jazz? I thought it was Dunks. No, well, dude, there was a couple videos. New, oh. York, New York City sneaker releases have been getting a lot <laughs> I guess of... it doesn't matter. Well, there's been... It's crazy, because, like, they were all shut down. There was no, you know, there was no yeah. uh, in-store drops for quite a while. Yeah. And, and like, they opened back up, and now some retailers are actually getting bold, and they're doing, like, first-come, first-serve. I think Nike did Carmine Six's first-come, first-serve. Okay. And then Jimmy Jazz did the dunks. I don't yeah, know if that's were, the one I saw. That's the one you saw with yeah. the where there was an a, a actual physical altercation yeah. outside. Yeah. yeah. So the Nike, the Nike Carmine Six, that was just a massive like mob of people down the street and in front of the store that were dog like physically dogpiling each other in order to get in the establishment. It was it was absolutely wild. So those are sweet shoes. Like which them. wait which one's the carmine sixes you like, like the carmines them. okay yeah. isn't there a picture of you like from way back in the day in carmine sixes there's a okay because i remember you not I, even close what what's what pair it was a pair of sixes yeah there's Me? a picture of you in a pair of, the, the, i remember oh, one, on one of my football field yeah oh that no those were oreos oh okay that's those what were it was like yeah those yeah Got i like those a lot because I, I remember you telling me about about that, like you reminiscing on that picture once, and then I went and found them. Okay, yeah, you like the Carmines? I couldn't, I couldn't pull, pull them off personally, but yeah, yeah, obviously super iconic. I mean, they dropped first in what 1991? I think it was 1991. I don't know. Um, but yeah, and then Jimmy Jazz with the dunks. Just been wild. The first come first serve releases, man. It's it's chaos. And then a lot. And the irony of it all. Is that the shoes get bricked down? Uh, in the case of the Carmine, Carmines, there's room for profit. But New York, the the meme is that with New York City resellers, they physically dogpile each other and get in fist fights in order to get the shoes. And then immediately, once they leave the store, they brick them they down brick to retail it. plus tax. You know what yeah. I mean? And uh, I don't know. So th these are these are issues that it uh, from a collectability standpoint, di digital being the future is the way to go. And also with with Topshot, eh, like, maybe. dude, people try to bot people try to maybe. bot. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But people try to bot um, Topshot and they like clip your accounts. Did you know this? I know. That is why. Uh, just another reason. I don't like the way that that's run. To, top Shot specifically, you're yeah. saying? Yeah. Like like CryptoPunks, the first uh, NFT. CryptoPunks is the first one. And then CryptoKitties is the is, one that got big. They got the, pretty big. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, CryptoPunk was the first one. There's 10,000 of them. They're okay. all like unique. Um, one of them called Alien. There's like... I don't know, maybe 11, 10 or 11 of them Okay, sold for like a ton, like $700,000. Um, but like that isn't controlled by 
some company you know yeah like nobody's going to say hey uh, you can't trade this you can't you can only trade them once every six months or, or like you this can't. week we've now retired this set yeah so now it's going now to the it's moon. going to the moon yeah and guess what as an owner i have half of them right or, and it's weird like you could technically they could True. have fake sales on their platform you're right because they it's could all be pri- buying it's a in, private. They, yeah, could, they could be, be buying, buying it in themselves. themselves. So it, that's that's I don't, an interesting contrast. That's why I don't mess around. I mean, I personally would not mess around with something like that. With like buying the individual moments, you're saying, like investing no, with buying in the top shot. Yeah, I feel that. Definitely feel that. But I'm not saying it's not a bad idea. Sure, go buy a hundred dollars worth of these packs or whatever. I, yeah, I I don't. No, we're just not I mean, very risky. But I'm just not. For me, it's not something I want to take time to like learn at all. Or, yeah. Um. But if you're a reseller or whatever, and you think you want to get into it, have at it. I just I I saw it before with um, there was like people making virtual guns kind of piggybacking off of counter-strike mm-hmm. there was no like they were trying to build a game so you could view the skins in the game yeah and it just they had twenty thousand thirty thousand dollar sales and then it tanked like three months later because hmm. nobody cared that's crazy yeah like the, the demand wasn't there simply yeah yeah and they were probably the company doing it like pushing this was probably just buying them themselves yeah to pump just up pump the market yeah. makes sense um all the in-store the in-store like pile-ups dog pile conversation it uh t- target a couple like <laughs> there's a couple things that we touched on for a couple podcasts and now we can conclusively say like w- what has all occurred yeah Target has a hard hard limit in their system of like three cards per customer now in a transaction. Per SKU, right? Per SKU. Yeah. I, yeah, and like it'll literally flag, uh, like it'll like lock the register if you try to scan more than three of the same SKU of a card. Mm-hmm. So that's an update with Target. They, they are continually trying to prevent resellers. So no surprise yeah. there. Um, the trophy room Jordan one backdoor situation like now in hindsight our, our last podcast we recorded just like maybe a couple days before the drop or something like that slightly before the drop now the drops happen winners winners were selected and we can talk about it in hindsight um nobody won <laughs> there there was no there was zero Some guys won but it was like his buddies it was, he was his like friend. in pictures with and stuff there was one dude yeah there was like one dude who for a second people on twitter thought was a legitimate winner of the trophy room yeah. raffle come to find out he's followed by marcus jordan on all social yeah, media platforms yeah. yeah it's a it's a joke and and Nike slap didn't even really slap him on the wrist. I mean, they didn't yeah. make any. I mean, obviously they're not going. Did we? There's yeah, they're not going to like hot put highlight or emphasize yeah. what occurred. If Nike made a formal statement on it, that would just like blow the lid off the whole thing. It would not be good. Some people on Twitter were. Uh, I've seen people talking about just the contrast between other stores that were just simply accused of backdooring like no physical evidence just just accused of backdooring and their their con they they lose their contract or their contract takes a massive hit they're not allowed to sell the same amount of nike i mean and and nike just completely cuts them off and 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 makes them bleed out they're they're losing money and they have to lay off employees like just just, yeah i mean just at the i mean i mean nike cuts your contract and you can't even sell sell Jordan ones anymore. Right. I mean, 
if that's what you're, if you're, if you're just like, you know, an important part of the streetwear of, of your area providing like, you know, whatever it is like Jordans and, and Nike just cuts you off. Like you're just going to bleed out. Yeah. You're going to bleed money as a, right. as a, as a business. No, Cause they're I, just going to send you dog shit, second tier shoes and stuff like that. Like Nike contracts are super, super yeah. interesting. Um, but yeah, that like, I don't know. I, I, I do think that the inconsistency is a damn shame. The fact that like a small boutique that like grinds for 10, 20 years to get there, right. that type of, uh, not even a the type of Nike contract that they can get a collaboration. Like uh, the, sh the store that I keep circling back to in my head is, I, I want to say Blends US, mm -hmm. I think was a store that got accused of backdooring. Um, like they weren't, they weren't getting collabs like Trophy Room is, you know yeah. what I mean? But Nike just like completely, you know, laid the ha lays the hammer down on these other retailers. Whereas Trophy Room, they'll probably get, who knows, maybe they won't get more collaborations in the future. I'm, I don't know. The, the entire thing is gross. It's really gross. It's really messy. Um, People are upset about it, and prices have gone even higher, dude. They're so. Did you see how much they were now? They're like four, right? Four thousand. Yeah. They've gone up. It's it's impressive. Yeah. Just how scandalous this one release has has yeah. been. I mean, goodness gracious, it's been a topic. It, they've it's been a scandalous shoe since since the pictures first leaked. Yeah. Literally. Do you it, like the shoe? I think they're fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I think they're cool. I for sure. It's a, it's. It's a, it's like a red and white Jordan one with like a nice, like sparkly, uh, yeah. shine to it. I mean, yeah, they're fire bro for sure. But you know, four grand, no, because I, I saw someone uh, post a picture of like the, like a, what was it? 2015 Chicago Jordan one, just like Chicago colorway for, you know, two grand. And then these are four grand. It's like, yeah. you guys have lost your minds <laughs> basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, wild man, really a gross situation. And now he's like s such an absolute meme on social media. Like he's just, I don't know. The, the whole thing's, uh, it, it's not good. I wonder if we'll see him on the sneakers at any time soon. So on the sneakers app? Yeah. Like just being promoted by them? Well, he was on there like a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. And they shocked. Like hyping they, up the shoe, No, he right? was hyping up something else and they shock dropped it. Okay. I remember. Um but yeah, it'll be funny to see if he comes back on. Definitely. <laughs> what would it be for? I want to talk a little bit as well about Supreme. Um, Supreme season kicked off recently. We saw week one cause box logo. That was, it was pretty dope just to see like them do a box logo on week one. A very awesome. underwhelming box logo. So bad. Of course. I mean, dude, think about how, how cool or how just really crazy a cause Supreme collaboration and box logo could have been they really could have done a lot with it but it was just plain jane i don't even see it there's very really and nothing super that high like production super high production tons what I are, what are the most ever really what are prices at now are i don't know yeah 250 300 depending on size probably in color gotcha they could have done a lot with it being a cause yeah. collab i don't know what i see with supreme now is a brand that's cooler to resell than it is to wear, right? And yeah. that is a problem as far as long-term profits on the items. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know. I don't hold Supreme. I 
my philosophy in it currently is this supreme is obviously a a massive massive brand multi-billion dollar corporation that's changed hands right. and they've been able to scale it so what supreme has done they've they have obviously crunched the numbers to a impressive degree to where they've been able to squeeze out small amounts of resale money resale yeah. profit on the aftermarket <laughs> on yep. certain pieces throughout the season enough to, to where everything still sells out and they are able to scale their production yeah, scale their exactly. brand scale their business billions and billions of dollars over short it's it's impressive as fuck what mm -hmm. they've been able to do but what that's what, what that's done is again it's not really cool to like rock supreme anymore it's not it's not what it was that that's for sure but it it like the cool thing is just just to flip it and even that is becoming yeah. marginally um you know less exciting you could say we're a cause supreme box logo can do margins like that i mean dude think about years ago if they did a cause supreme collab on a box logo hoodie, thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. You know what I mean? That'd be a thousand dollar, fifteen dollar hoodie easily if it was. And if it probably would have looked pretty good. And they would exactly. When I it, think that they probably it was run by. Uh, was his name like Jaws or something? What, okay, I don't. Remember. I don't remember his name. The guy who created it. Yes, right. Well, there was just more. Yeah, way more. I I don't want to say more effort put in the design, but more effort put it into the design back I'm then. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. It's it's crazy, man. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't let it discard like the the lack of. I just that's just a business doing their thing. We can yeah. all see what's happening. Um, our community, like our market, as resellers, they're still gonna throw us a bone a few times a season. I believe because yeah, like that's that, what they, it's it's it looks like what they're doing. That's what they're doing. I yeah. mean, and that's important. To, it's I think it's important to their business model is that resellers are stay engaged with Do their you know brand. Who else I think does this? Who's that? Yeezy now. Yes, dude. Yes, that yeah. is literally what Yeezy Here's does. Here's your very yes. limited Yeezy son. Here's your re-release of Yeezy Spy. Go make your money yep. for Chris for the holidays, Christmas time, whatever. Yep, exactly. And, then and we're then gonna they come GR back. A bunch we're of, gonna gr some a bunch of white three fifties or yeah, exactly. or, or Earth Tone three fifties. Three fifties and yes, bro. That's what they're doing. That is exactly they what job, they did, and it was it, they yeah. did a great job. This is this is business execution at, yeah. at the highest level, and people are like, oh man, Yeezys are. Now, use your oh, you, it's dead. Everyone it's dead, can it's dead. get a easy bro. These are billion dollar companies doing billionaire yeah. things. This is what they're just scaling businesses. Everyone can get a easy, but can you get the easy son? Right, no, exactly. And 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 that's what they've done. I, I saw a, a, a graphic, it, this was cool. It was this morning, actually. I saw it. It was a picture of, of like 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020. It was like uh, every Yeezy that released in every yeah. year and you can see you literally can visualize the way that they've scaled their business and the way that they've been able to move more product while maintaining hype and buzz around their brand I mean it the proof is in the pudding that that's what that is what Yeezy Supply and Supreme mm -hmm. are doing they throw us a bone with a couple profitable items a season a year whatever it is and then they GR everything in between and they make yep. their it, it's business you know and and it makes sense so that's that uh I don't know we'll still hear about Supreme I think we'll get a, a profitable box logo a couple good accessories and highly limited items every season but yeah. yeah I don't let it discourage me I just see it's it's just changing tide in the industry and and there's uh as Supreme margins dip down Kith just goes up Vince wishes Kith would go up, <laughs> uh, but as supreme margins go down, there there are other markets and other and other things that um, that that are profitable. So or, or that the margins increase, I should say rather. So yeah, okay, awesome. Let's hit uh, this week's leaks. I know we've cool, got. Yeah. We've got some good upcoming um, rumors, leaked pictures, stuff like that. Dude, uh, those carpet rooms with the gas. 
canister special box. Okay, carpet uh, carpet, carpet company. company dunks. Is yeah, that dunk they're like eyes. blue? They're sweet. What and the, they're tear what, away. Do you know anything about the backstory? I, what's carpet company? I don't even know. A skate brand. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I've looked at their store. Like all their T-shirts were like sold out. I was like, I kind of would want to wear one of those. Right. They have like a cool star logo, but um, yeah, they're tearaway. They're okay. really sick. That's the cool. Special box is like a you know a, a silver ga uh, gas. What do you mean canister. it's tearaway? Like what like exactly? Like when you tear away, like with these, you know, you scratch them. They're pink. oh, so like you scratch away, off kind of. I wasn't sure if you meant like, like it's like Velcro Lance or no, something. No. I don't know. Okay, yeah. Tear away, like you tear it away and underneath there's something. Nice. So it, like it just like scratch off over time. It wears down to a different color. You'd probably have to kind of cut it. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Well, that's cool. You didn't know they did that on shoes. Like the Lance Mountain Lows, have you seen? Those? I've never like own like the Lance Mountain Lows. I've seen. You can tear, you can tear, you cut it off, like cut it off, and it's different it, color underneath. Interesting. Okay, yeah. so and it's there's so, a few contrasted like with like the ones you're wearing. Where these it literally will like scratches just down. wear from like scratching them. Just together. wearing over time. Or the Jordan or the LA to Chicago's or whatever, you mm -hmm. know, different because the tear away you actually kind of gotta like cut it and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Those will do numbers, bro. It, it's a sick. Yeah, it's sick. I saw I saw the pictures of that, them. They they look fire. That's the first high. Well, I really did want the Notre Dunk high. I yeah, those were sick. Those are clean, but bro. This yes. is the next. Best. Hopefully, I can get these. Hell yeah! Somehow you'll buy. Without you'll resale. buy them on the aftermarket. Dude. I don't know, dude. I kind of stopped, but other things have my interest. But that being said, these are sick. I feel that. Um, the next one is the. Uh, it's the. It's a Travis Scott. Jordan one fragment colorway. So people are calling it like a Travis Scott AJ one fragment, but like, I don't know if the company fragment is actually involved in this at all, or if it's just slightly reminiscent of the fragment Jordan one colorway. Yeah. I think it's the latter of the two. I think it's just, Same. so basically Travis Scott, uh, there's leaked pictures of him wearing these. It's like a blue, black, and white Travis Scott Jordan one with the backward swoosh. That's how you can like distinguish that they, right. you know, were Travis Scott. I, your knee jerk reaction when I, when I told you about these and showed you these is, ah, oh, dude, those aren't releasing. It's just, that's an F and F custom pair. I, I, I don't know. I thought the same thing with the PlayStation dunks and then that they kind of did end up being they true. Didn't really, they didn't actually drop them. So that dude, really they're were like just, 60 grand or something. I right. Think. I mean, they're not even a shoe. There's like five of them. Same with like a lot of the Travis Scott leaks, you know, sometimes yeah. they'll be, they're just customs that are made for him. Cause he's like a Nike boy through and through. So like, I'm sure he's got, you know, some sample pairs of, of a few of his different yeah, shoes. Guys and, make them stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean, if they were cool, to drop, if they, did. Oh, cool as fuck, dude! Probably the first Travis I'd try to get like, for yourself and wear. keep. Oh, bro, I don't have any. That would be fire. I, yeah. It, yeah, Fragment colorway Travis Scott ones would be. That'd be sick. That would be I insane. I really always liked Fragment, dude. That'd be a wild, wild drop. Um, if it actually did go down, yeah, Fragment's a cool. Well, you don't like the Fragment threes though. But I want. But I got them. You did get them. Yeah. Oh, you, you did. Didn't get them. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Your wife my, did get some. Yeah, my GS, my girl uh, Jubilees though, right? Yeah. So basically, what happened was, um, Nike did like their restock day on on was it on Jordan's birthday? It was on Jordan's birthday yeah. the other and, week and i'm telling you 10 minutes before the, the fragment threes are so bad yeah dude. and you're like oh, i i want these dude i want these dude <laughs> yeah then i hit them i i want the fragment threes for personal that's no surprise i just think it's like a pretty they're just wearable dude i don't have any jordan yeah. threes they're just aware it's wearable they're black and white whatever so before before all the shoes went live i was like oh man like i hope i hit fragment threes i like to get them in my size 
Um, lo and behold, Vince hits the fragment threes in his size, and my girl, I, I did not give her. I, this is on me, and and I love you, sweetheart. This is on me. I'm sorry for blaming you at first, but she hit all the wrong shoes. She entered for like she entered for like the what the fives, what the five GS Jubilee grade, so Jubilee eleven grade schools. GS, right? Yeah, yeah, good one. Yeah. But uh, no, it's it's literally not a big deal. I just can't. I just didn't. I was like, hey, uh, make sure to enter this stuff, and I didn't tell did her. You cancel yeah i canceled them it, oh, it literally wasn't a big deal at I all she canceled. did she did hit me fire red uh fours in grade school and so that Those she actually good. made wear yeah, them next she, podcast yeah yeah good one bro i think i wear a bigger shoe than you so good one but uh you actually i do i definitely do i know that for well you know I wear that a 13 too. a 13 no you don't you were yeah. a te- you were a 10 10 and a half i don't wear 10 oh, 11 11 11 yeah. thank you i wear a 12 so see ya you're just but, odd that's why you're not very athletic Next shoe. Okay, bro. You trip over your feet. Goodness. You just want to like start making fun of each other on here. <laughs> that's the direction three you've been trying to go. Three minutes of this podcast. Bro, I think before we I need, started, I need, that's what you were trying to do too. I need too. three minutes on this podcast uh, where I can just lay into just, you. Okay. I, well, maybe, uh, I don't know. We need I'll a segment for now, that. Though, okay. Unless something else comes to mind. Easy 450. Um, oh, yeah. Those are bad. Just easy easy 450. Yeah. But I, but I say that to say I thought the Yeezy um, foam runners were bad. I saw them on feet. I was Dude, like, those aren't that bad. And then it's like you look at the price and you're like, oh, these are sick. <laughs> right, they're exactly. Because like they're because they're twelve hundred bucks and that's now. That's just like price psychology. Yes, I mean, right. It's like, well, oh, it's the same thing. People bucks. buy Bitcoin at sixty, but then exactly. they sell it's on price, the way down. Price you know, psychology, dude. Yes, it's it's crazy. I don't know. Yeah, easy four fifty. I think it depends on what they do with the silhouette. Is Yeezy going to make this the a foam runner, you know, Yeezy Sun 700? Yeah. Oh, super yeah. It's going to be super limited, if it's, I think. Yeah. If, and I, and think I do, so. too, because yeah. there's already a lot of asterisks and question marks and, like, uncertainty around the It'll release. It'll at least be, like, the the aliens. Yeah. Pretty limited. Yep. To launch. To, in, to launch the new silhouette. If, yeah. The new model. Yeah. It's, so. What about the Sakai Blazer Low? Did you see these? I think it's, like, gray, black, and white. No, but Sakai... I got those vapor waffles in hand and i thought i was gonna like them i didn't like them i think the only sakai i could ever wear is those og the og release of the waffles those colored ones are sick i uh i don't actually like the sakai blazer lows that much i think the blazer highs i do fuck with those really yeah like the blue and white pair bro Uh, that pair is sick the the, a lot of people love that pair too like that was universally loved even from when the initial release like yeah yeah but the the blaze the sakai blazer low especially with it's just like shades of of black and white and gray i don't know i just i just don't think that they're gonna do anything close to what the blazer highs did um yeah not that great and then lastly the white oreo jordan 4 um, we oh. saw, we've seen some, I think, official pictures. Pretty plain, right? Pretty plain, yeah. With the, uh, with the, like the cement, uh, you know, kind of like patterns mm-hmm. on the fours as well. Of course, I think they're clean, and and we've seen, dude, massive amount of growth really uh in just like the jordan 4 market since the last i mean i remember like when the last dance dropped and then the bread fours surged like mm-hmm. crazy because remember like all that stuff was just lunch money bread fours that was just lunch money now if the bread fours were to drop you know i'm sure that they'd be doing better numbers fours have just gotten a lot more popularity yeah. like people are more excited for like the the how do you pronounce it is it tape top t-a-u-p-e i, I don't know i think it's taupe 
Tope, Tope, for Jordan fours that are coming up. Those are great. Um, yeah, but a lot of people are. You just there's more buzz around the silhouette than I there think was those a year ago. Tope's piggyback off Mocha's and Travis's a bit. True. Yeah, just like the but look of them and the, and the feel of them. I yeah. think they're sick too. Um, yeah, white some uh the white Oreo Jordan fours. I, I think will flip well. Um, especially even though they are a little plain, just due to this the state of the mm-hmm. Jordan four market. I think they're just really hot right now. So yeah, not bad. Hell yeah, man. Uh, big stuff. February's been big. Ready uh, ready for a big March. So I'm going to wrap this I'm one up. I'm ready for if people you are. to get outside, dude. Yeah. Oh, bro. When people we'll start, when, when the weather warms up, yeah, that's what people I are outside see. wearing their shoes and stuff. Yeah, I, th- I think, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll feel it in we'll the marketplace as well. Shorts next podcast. Shorts next podcast. Yeah. Oh, I hope it's not that long before our next podcast. So <laughs> right on. All right, cool. Wrap this one up, man. All Thank right. you. Yep. Later.